Hey, welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2022 is brought to you by the organizational team, Cole, Tess, and Theron. A very special thank you to all of our participants, without whom this event wouldn't be possible. And now, on to the episode. And you guys are now standing in front of a sign in the stairs up landing that has the names and the call buttons to the uh, apartments above. Chad hears Ray come and pretends to be invested in trying to find the name and says, Ah, oh, there we are. I found it. He's, uh, he's on the, the second floor. Yeah. You gonna hit the button? Mally turns to Ray and is like, Are you okay? Ray tilts their head and thinks for a second and then says, No. Do you want a group hug? Do you want to talk about it? We can talk about it. And I have a move. It's <laughs> okay. called I Don't Hate You. When you guide and comfort someone... In an awkward, understated, or idiosyncratic fashion, roll with passion instead of harmony if you mark insecure, if insecure is already marked. So I think Mally's gonna, like, awkwardly reach out an arm and be like, I'm so sorry, it's okay, I think your dad's not that great, but you're much better than your dad, and you're so much better than the team, and because of you're on the team, we're so good, and I'm just really glad to know you, and yeah, Mally, like, puts her hands up, like, for, like, fist bumps. Ray smiles slightly at the enthusiasm, and slowly gives fist bumps back. Melly's fist bumps aren't like just one fist bump, they're like the rapid fire, like multiple. F- so I will mark insecure instead. Okay. So I roll a passion. Yeah. I feel yeah. that I was a little awkward there. <laughs> so that's a seven. They choose one. They embrace your guidance and comfort. You can clear the condition or shut me down. I, I don't think Ray has the energy to shut anyone down at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was an awkward comfort, but it was also very similar to the conversation that she had earlier with Kamal. And so, like, she's feeling the support from the team. Aww. So she she's still going to have to deal with family stuff, but that's not important right now. Got to focus back on the team. Right. But Mally now gets to ask a question of Ray, and they have to oh. answer it honestly. Ray, you're going to stick with the team, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're friends. You already knew the answer to those questions. We're good. But that's good. I think what we need before we continue with this is a team group hug. Come on, come on, come on. He starts using his massive arms to try to... to and he's going to grab Kamal and get him in on it. But guys, they buzz the door and it's open. <laughs> he grabs Kamal and gets him over. <laughs> the door closes to the stairs up. <laughs> and he's like, okay. All right, should we go upstairs? Yeah, let's go. Uh, and he buzzes the buzzer again. Mm-hmm. Nobody answers. The door just buzzes to to allow you to open it. Uh, okay, I lead the way. 302, you find it. Door's there. All right, yeah, I'm going to knock on the door. There's a voice from within, so we need to now describe and define this uncle because, again, I don't like pre-determining all yeah. of these things. So who is your uncle? I have some questions for you. What is your uncle's job? So he's my mother's brother. So she was a baker. First thing off the top of my head is he's actually a smuggler. Okay. That's why he lives here. It's perfect. Mm. I love that. He's a smuggler. So let's color that. And can you tell me what he wears for clothes, Cameron? Very similar style wise to what Chad wears. So like, you know, the hip style and stuff from Bossing say, but in darker versions of all of the colors. To blend in more, be sneakier, but still fashionable. It's important. What is his face and hairstyle, Nicole? He looks like a crow. 
You know, like he's got like the narrow face and kind of like the the prominent nose, dark eyes. He might enhance it with a little bit of like eye makeup there to really like kind of give it that. And then he's got the shiny, shiny black hair. The hairstyle changes because whatever is the most fashionable at the moment. So he's very on trend and very. Is he like Cillian Murphy or like Crispin Glover? Cillian Murphy. Chad got his looks entirely from his father. And Susanna, you are not close to this uncle because. Because my mom is mad at him and I don't know why. And you think associating with him would make mom mad at you. I just think he's not been like a part of my life because his, his mom has never like invited him to anything. He's aware that this guy is his uncle. What? You hear through the door. Hey, Uncle Conti. It's me, Chad. Your nephew. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the door opens but it's on that like chain and the nose peeks out and you can see the the black beady eyes look you up and down whoa it is what are you doing here well i had to talk to you (laughs) okay i gotta hear this so door clicks shut chain slides on the lock door opens and there he stands gesturing you but the house the place the apartment pretty big apartment maybe it's like a double has like multiple bedrooms but it's really just him he's never had it. there's no aunt makwa um, or any kids he's always been a single guy but it is chock full of store goods in like shrink wrap perfect you know like cabbage corp logoed stuff everywhere lining the walls and and whatnot and there's room to move about and walk and there's a, a light over a kitchen table and there's a couple chairs there and he uh Get in. Oh, okay. And he like holds the door open for. What are you bringing your friends here too? Yes, we all wanted to talk to you. What's this about? It's about you being a referee for my game. Oh, so this ain't about your mother? Why would it be about my mother? Get in here. (laughs) Okay. Chad's gonna hold the door open for everyone else and let them go in. Get in, you lousy pigeon rat. Turtle dove or turtle ducks? Turtle ducks. I don't what your team name is called, you fools. I was calling him a pigeon rat. Get in here. He looks confused and offended, which is not something he's used to feeling. Everybody's in. He closes the door. Chain. Lock. He turns out the light, goes over to the kitchen, and he stands there in the kitchenette area while the group of you situate yourselves around the table. There's only three chairs. Okay. Chad will stand. Molly's going to sit, if only so she could be maybe more on level with everyone else. Ray walked into the apartment and was looking around knowingly. Yep. And is it going far from the door? Okay. I think Chad is also looking around and he, he kind of looks around and says, Oh, are you going to be starting a store? Yeah. Oh, that's that's exciting. So what's this about if it's not about Magda? What's this about? He, he looks like he wants to ask about that. But he says, well, see, I don't think I was paying super close attention the first time somebody told me uh, that you were going to be refereeing our match but um i don't know if you know but that's a that's a bit of a a a conflict of interest yeah it's gonna suck for you what well i'm not gonna give you any you know leeway one way or the other you you toe the line i'm gonna call you on that well i would hope so but i i'm sorry but i think you you need to recuse yourself no you recuse yourself well i I can't that's not how this works yeah that is how that works it's it's really not your team finds somebody else to do it and they do it Because there ain't no way I'm stepping down. This is the most prestigious pot I've ever got. 
as a referee, I've been doing this since longer than you was born. This means more to me than anything else out there. I've lost relationships refereeing and officiating for pro bending, even amateur bending, and this is my big break. I get to be up there with Julie and with Haitsan Lin, and you're telling me you're not going to recuse yourself? Well, see, I worked really hard to get here. You sure did. Yeah, kid. Good job. I'm afraid I, I can't. It's It's got to happen, and I'm on the team. The team can't go with just three players. Oh, they can find another earthbender to take your spot. I'm sure there's a ton of guys out there, amateurs, who'd love to get up into this spot that you're in. I mean, what if somebody finds out that you're my uncle? They would throw the entire match into question if we win. If you win? Oh, look at you. You've got, you kids think you stand a chance, do you? He looks around at everybody, especially eyes. Uh, Kamal looks looks him up and down and up and down. Looks back at the group. Well, yeah. Melly's going to stand up real quick and like knock the chair down when she stands up. Like, oh, fierce. We made it this far, sir. Yeah, you did. Good on you, kid. And I'm ecstatic I made it this far myself this year. So I guess good on me, too. Melly gets a cunning look on her face and she turns to look up at Chad. I guess, Chad, we're just going to have to go talk to that detective and let him question. I think we're going to have to if we don't talk to the, the match officials as well. They have to know. That's fine by me. Yeah, the detective will come here to question you, sir. It seemed like Nicole might have been attempting to intimidate an NPC. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you intimidating? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. She is 100% intimidating. You would like them to back (gasps) off or give in. You get to roll with passion. (gasps) That's 11! On a 10+. plus. You pick. I think I'm gonna say he cannot run. He is giving in. He's like, you know what? Yeah. All right, fine. Bring the cops here. But I'm just gonna tell him Magda's involved. Your mom's gonna be on the hook. What is this about my mom? Don't you know? Figured you knew, and that's why you weren't here talking to me, and that's the big stink. No, about what? Your mom cut me out of the business? The bakery? Right. Because your mom's <laughs> a baker. <laughs> You dress in the finest fashion, a bossing say. You have all the opportunity presented to you to go on and become a pro bender athlete on a, your mom's baker salary. It's a very successful bakery. I knew you were very focused, kid, but I never thought you were so focused you missed seeing everything else around you in the world. So you bring them here, that's fine. And then they're all going to know the truth, aren't they? Once that happens. I suppose so. Ray, feeling feelings of solidarity for criminal parents with Chad now. <laughs> yeah. Steps forward into the room a little further to actually enter the ring of conversation and says, you know, Mr. Makwa, I think everything would be fine judging on the the lack of relationship, we'll say, between you and Chad. I think the detective would be happy as long as you signed something saying that you wouldn't favor us, which it sounds like you're not going to do, so... Why would I sign anything? This this guy's less than family to me. Exactly. What is it, eight, nine years since I seen you last? Chad doesn't say anything again, because I don't think he remembers the last time he ever saw him. So, if anything to me, you're less than family. It's not like you made the effort. Uh, no, I made the effort. I sent you every birthday gift... For the last nine years, uh, it gets returned every single year. I have knocked on that door of that woman's house 
a woman's bakery, and I've been turned away every single year. So he looks certifiably <laughs> upset about the fact that, you know, he's tried. I'm going to go ahead and take the insecure tag. <laughs> <laughs> Condition. <laughs> oh my god. Chad is feeling bad. So before you take a condition, maybe what I'm doing is shifting your balance. I am attempting to shift your balance. Do you wish to resist that or are you just going to accept it? I'm not sure this situation would shift it very much. Because my, my balance is trust versus self-reliance. I don't right. think... He's feeling particularly self-reliant. Okay. If anything, it might shift him more towards trust, just of not of his mother. Yeah. So do you want to not go further down the trust? No, I think it would, I think it might push him more towards his teammates than anything else. Cause he's just found out some bad stuff about his you know, mother. So he's even further from self-reliance. So you're just going to accept it. Yeah. I think I'm just going to accept it. Wow. I think that works. Obviously he's missed a lot. Like, I completely agree. I think it would shift more towards trust. Anything rolled towards self-reliance is going to be on a severe difficulty now, yeah, hey? I, I understand that. <laughs> I think Chad is kind of going to look at him and say, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Yeah, I can see that now. Look, kid, this match means a ton to me. It's the biggest thing I ever got. Why would I act in any regard that would make it, you know, call into question? I believe you. I do. I just... I want to make sure it's in the open. He sighs super heavily. His shoulders slump. He's like, but in order for it to not to be called into question, I got to recuse myself. This has been my dream. I'm never going to get this again. I don't believe that. Yeah, well, you're you. So he uh, takes the empty seat that no one is sitting in and sits heavily in the <laughs> chair. And it's a really awkward moment. <laughs> For everyone. <laughs> Molly might go up and again try to awkwardly comfort oh, him. Molly. They might view you with more honor if you state this and that they know you're to be trusted. If you speak up about this, then they know that you will speak up if there's ever any trouble. And she's just like awkwardly. Why don't you roll to comfort again? And because I'm already insecure, I get to roll with passion. Because I don't hate you. Yeah, I took that move. That's a 13. Can I add something to this? That's oh God, I think... Mally is right. I think if it comes from you, they're more likely to look on you favorably and give you more refereeing roles. Ouch, that really just hurt the uh, the comforting. It's still going to be like, yay, everything works out. But at the same time, he didn't recuse himself before, and now we're only four days away, so why didn't he recuse himself before? But Chad doesn't realize that. <laughs> he's just like, oh, if you tell right. the truth now, it'll be fine. Cause he's, uh. Oh, is that kid my nephew? What? To be fair, he's not seen me in a long time. He embraces your guidance and comfort. <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. Admitting to this, and maybe I'll get to be the official next year. And, you know, more than anything, you know, maybe you take this back to your mother and you say, this is what, uh, you know, good old Uncle Conti did. Maybe um, I can come over for family dinner. Well, at the very least, you're welcome to come over to the dojo. Because if I don't have referee in... And I don't have family. Really do I have? Well, like I said, I didn't know. Okay. And you're welcome to come. Could have known you've been like, where's Uncle Canty? I don't know. I haven't seen my, my fun Uncle Canty. I get it. I got a question. He's just a kid. You know a lot about pro bending? You've seen all the games? Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. It's, I love the ebb and flow, the new rules that they put in, how the amp enders fit into the system. It's just it's the best thing. And now I don't get to do it. Maybe after this, you could come and you could be a, a coach for us. <laughs> I don't know nothing about coaching. I mean, you know all about the pending. 
you could definitely teach us something, right? And you get to come and hang out at the dojo. What are you talking about, kid? You got the best coach out there. There ain't no better manager. Manager. Oh. Yes. 27 years of pro bending. <laughs> He's got you, kids. You're in your first year. You're none of you has even known nothing. And you're in the, you're in the championships. You think that's on you? Nah, it's the people you're surrounded with. You've got the best. You've got the best of the best. Let me tell you. And I'm not going to get to... I won't have that front and center court position. That lies on me making the right call. I don't think he knows what to say about this. He tried. So you extricate yourselves carefully yes. from this crying man who's reconsidering his life. <laughs> I'll, call, I'll call you. But do you pledge to talk to your mom about dinner? Yeah, I'm going to say, like, yeah, I, I want to bring him over to dinner. Even you not been telling me things. He's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's the whole smuggling thing aside. He still doesn't know he's a smuggler. He's like a nice guy. Mrs. Mom, his nephew. His mom doesn't like him. Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. Nephew. That was not explicitly uh, stated. And if it's not explicitly stated, Chad doesn't know. <laughs> uh, so is Chad like working out his feelings with the rickshaw? Like running his team back to the dojo? Or? Yeah. Chad needs a hot shower. So he's gonna run <laughs> real hard and take a take a nice hot shower for like three hours. <laughs> he is in the shower for for like really a worrying nice amount of time. So <gasps> he goes from the showers to like the pads, like the big pile of pads that are all comfy. Yeah, oh yeah, and then he eats like a pound of ice cream. <laughs> oh my god, Chad is having feelings. <laughs> we have set up for this moment. <laughs> we have- <laughs> we are set up to handle feelings in this dojo. Yeah, he's going to eat half the fridge worth of ice cream. That has all happened, and that's when Kamal walks through the door. God, I was hoping we had brought Kamal with us, because I wasn't sure if Chad was going to remember. <laughs> that was a nice walk. Oh, no! I did forget him. <laughs> <laughs> you said you took a three-hour shower. Oh, no. <laughs> Chad just starts crying into his ice cream. Mally's gonna have to comfort Chad all awkward now. Yeah, but he just walked three hours across town. He's not comforting Chad. He's not comforting Chad. He's not. (laughs) Yeah. Mally's gonna, like, come over with, like, a much smaller pint of ice cream and sit beside Chad and be like, are you okay, Chad? Yeah. Do you want to talk about your feelings? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm I'm listening. I'm here. I'm listening. I'm listening. And she like punches thigh a little bit. Her tiny fist. Yeah. Her love language is punching. <laughs> <laughs> Chad just kind of nods and says, I feel bad. She's going to punch his thigh a little bit more and be like, training session. What would you have learned to work on? Think of it like training. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of stuff in this. It's like in a match. You learn from your mistakes, right? Like a match. I feel like my mistakes have been focusing too much on the match. After this match, then maybe we think about maybe not focusing on just fighting in melons. Maybe we focus on something else. Would that be good? Sounds great. I'm gonna roll with passion. We'll see how this does. That one's cocked. That's a six. Ray has been in the main dojo room with everyone else, but has been over at the broken weights, not using the machine to lift but just lifting the actual like weight because that's the safest way to do that (laughs) and has like been 
just doing a bunch of physical activity, like been doing push-ups and sit-ups and stuff, and just trying to distract herself from her feelings with mm-hmm. working out. And here's the conversation happening with the ice cream. Yep. And sets down the weight, grabs a spoon, and goes over to join the group no. and steals a little bit of Chad's ice cream. <gasps> Chad has enough ice cream to share. Chad's had a lot of ice cream. Mm-hmm. So... Today was kind of rough on the family side, but I think learning new things is going to help make sure that you have a better relationship with your family in the future. I think you understand more now than you did going in. Everything that Ray is saying is also applying to her. And your uncle obviously really cares about you and is going to not ref the match. And I think you have a a chance after this of a really wonderful relationship with him, regardless of his interactions with your mom. So it kind of sucked, but I think this was a good thing overall. And the ice cream will help. He takes like an enormous, like, half a pint like sized bite of ice cream says yeah yep so i'm marking a fatigue to help get that up to a pass so chad do you embrace this comfort i embrace the comfort although you know it would help probably be like someone else instigating a group hug i feel like (laughs) it gotta be right (laughs) (laughs) mally's sitting on one side of chad and ray went to the other side Ray just kind of like falls onto Chad's shoulder on one side. Their arms are not wide enough to do a Chad style group hug. No. But the leaning in and comforting still can be done. Mally gives Chad's thigh a couple more punches. And <laughs> she leans her head on his bicep. And what's the question you ask him? How did you not realize that your mom was a drug dealer? <laughs> <laughs> Still not 100% sure exactly what the what kind of criminal she is, but... <laughs> Do you think we're going to win? I, th- I, think, I think we're going to win. I think we're all good at this. And I think he's going to, like, take his arms and kind of, like, wrap them around you both and kind of give you, like, almost like a headlock, Aww. you know? <laughs> almost kind of just, like, squishing you inside <laughs> of his biceps. What are you doing? Get back to training! <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's so good. <laughs> so good do you feel that you have done the things necessary to determine whether or not any corruption or bad things are going to happen at the forthcoming championship match is there anything else any threads you feel you need to pursue before you feel comfortable that you can go into this fight and it will be a fair fight I think the only thing it might not make it a fair fight is maybe the other team does some shenanigans, but we can't control that. Right. Or could we, since Molly's twin is the healer? I don't think we have time. The main concern that Ray had was the gang's involvement. And I think she's feeling good about that now. So we just want to be on the lookout on the day of making sure that they appear all in good health. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what else we could do. Announced the next day to the media and whatnot that Makwa has recused himself from the match and they're raising somebody else who none of you have ever heard of before to the role of official. Okay then, we have reached the championship match. 
This is it, folks. The grand finale, the whole enchilada, the last delicious bite of a feast of a season. The stadium is packed with fans and the colors of their favorite teams. And on top of everyone's mind is... Will it be the perennial runners-up taking home their first ever championship, or will these upstart newcomers stake their claim to the cup? Your officials today, to the north, Ayumi Hamagachi, and to the south, the retired pro-bending champion, Hai Tsan Lin. Your referee for today's match is none other than Julie. And that's the lights, that's the smoke, and you hear a different voice say as he fades away all rise for the republic city anthem a light march plays over the stadium's speakers filling the hearts and heads of those here especially those eight on the field with the heady importance of this moment how do you react to this how are you feeling mally is laser focused on her rival my adversary Ralph Johnson. She's getting fueled up. She got psyched up by Chad. They had that bonding moment with Ray. Like, she's beyond Tiny Fist of Fury now. She's just vibrating. Like, in time to the beat, I feel, of the march. She's just vibrating like that. Ray is taking the quiet moment during the music to just do some deep breathing and is probably searching through all of the people in the stands. Not, not like, purposefully doing it, but is searching to see if she sees her dad in the stands. Chad is steadfastly avoiding where he knows his mother and father are sitting and is staring at uh, whoever is singing the anthem and is just standing straight up and being as stuck straight as he can and like, has a big smile on his face, trying to project strength and leadership. The other team is arrayed against you. Historically, a pro-bending under the Legend of Korra was a, a hexagon where three of the sides were your side and three of the sides were the other team's side. And the swoops of the lines for the different zones of advancement curved towards those and only the back was open. But with the addition of airbenders, the field is now an octagon and it runs instead of on a vertice, it goes right intersecting a line of the octagon itself. And it opens up quite a bit further in the back, but also the poles and the ropes that run across them, those ropes are now much taller. They're now three ropes instead of just one. It's that much bigger. So people are getting pushed because they found with airbenders, people were literally getting thrown off that by accident which is an illegal move you're not supposed to do it so they've added additional weights there and then also changing the pro bending there are now these drapes of fabric or material that hang down on either side in this very strange panoply of material that's kind of like the sydney opera house inside where it redirects sound and whatnot but in this instance it redirects air and there's giant fans blowing above it and so air flows out of that towards different areas of the stadium that allows airbenders to take control of that and that's how their air is provided the water troughs are still the same there's just a few more of them and the the disc raising levels are there as well and just note that there are still only 10 discs in each of those separate compartments that you can play with as an earthbender. So with those changes in mind, 
there really are no other differences to pro bending in this world and that if all four of you are knocked off the match is over if you are there at the end of three minutes because they kept that if you're still on or at least even one of you is still on then whatever zones the other team has taken that's what they will earn in points and there are still three rounds so we will now do combat exchanges for the advanced combat that is a pro bending championship match which means you are going to pick your exchange approach and you can discuss with each other what exchange approaches you will choose to do but please do not do that until i have written on my (laughs) sheet what exchange approaches your enemies the (laughs) mute gun rays are going to do and that's like the new like little amphibious animals the newts and they have gun rays well their logo is super cool with this like newt on a laser gun sort of thing and it's super outlandish shoots electricity right and we have on the other team facing off against you as you have done your research and you've looked into them quite a bit we have ralph johnson that guy molly hates he as well is six foot four. He is built like a triangle with massive, gorgeous shoulders leading down to a beautiful waist that has those two lines, you know, underneath the six pack, which he has an eight pack, maybe even a 12 pack of muscles. He always looks recently spritzed with a fine layer of moisture. He wears khaki linen pants and uh, like sandals even when he's pro bending he's wearing sandals and he wears the team's logo and colors in a bandana around his head his shaved beautiful gorgeous head and he always has a very confident lovely smile on his face i just want to say i'm imagining the rock (laughs) yes younger sure that is our firebender he is also the captain of the team. The waterbender is Morris Paris, and he looks like an accountant. Okay, our airbender does too. Who married Steven Seagal and had a baby named Morris Paris. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, so if you can picture that. So Morris Paris looks like a Steven Seagal accountant. All right interesting philip bailey is the earthbender and he looks a lot like a square jawed short cropped blonde hair that's uh kind of waves in wind that doesn't exist he has a whole bunch of muscles as well but also like scars these like really crazy what did you go through scars on his back and chest and he wears his sigil as like a wrestling belt around his waist and he is the earthbender he looks a little bit like Dolph Lundgren okay and then Verdine White is the airbender and she looks like Michelle Yeoh from Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon all right and that is the team and then you see tucked away on that lift that goes up and down on the backs of each for like the coach and the assistant, like the coach is there. And then the assistant, the two of you look across and you swear you see 
your teammate standing on the other side, giving a little wave and this like really kind, like little little shy little smile, like hello, hello. <laughs> you see Molly, not Molly. <laughs> Riff. Yes. She has different bells in her hair than I do. Clappers or something. We've seen Molly ignore everything around and glare at Ralph Johnson. What, what's everybody's appearance look like as we see Ray looking about for her dad? And you have spotted him. He has great center court seats. Of course he does. After the like the anthem ends, I think he notices Rith looking at from the other side and like waves back. He's friendly. Mm-hmm. He gets into like a ready stance. Like he's like prepared to get this game started. He's going to scan everyone to see if he can see if any of them are like nervous or like worried and might be easy to pick off quickly. Okay. Who is Chad standing across from? Chad is standing across from Ralph Johnson. But I will tell you without you even need to roll because you've been doing research and whatnot and knowing about them is that the airbender on their side is a threat. Verdine is extremely powerful and should be not ignored because that's one of the things that happened a lot in early pro bending with the airbenders added is that airbenders didn't exactly know what they were doing when they were part of it and it was like they started got left aside as they weren't included in all the major moves and it's only teams that included that airbender and their teamwork that actually succeeded it is time the referee steps onto the platform walks over and bids the two captains step forward Ralph Johnson strolls forward, saunters <laughs> over, looks you up and down, then looks you right in the eye because you are both the same height and smiles and says, nice knowing you, kid. Nice to meet you. The referee says, keep it clean, keep it within the rules, and toe the line. Shake hands. I reach my hand out. He takes your hand. He gets a normal, nice handshake. Okay. I match his energy. Give him a no- normal, nice handshake. Congrats on getting this far, kid. You took everyone by surprise. Thank you. I look forward to the fight. He nods and moves back. Respectfully. All that bravado away. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to move back. You guys get ready. Do you say anything to each other? Yeah, do the mantra. Stay on your feet. Strike fast. Flow like water. Okay, I have chosen my exchange steps. So now it is up to you to discuss and determine what exchange steps you are going to take. Molly, sure, to the surprise of no one, would like to attack in advance. I'm going for Ralph, and I'm going to attack and assault him. Ray is going to go after Verdine the airbender and advance an attack. I think I'm going to probably choose to kind of defend Ray, because I think if you're going to go after the airbender, I think it's important to get that airbender out of play first, Mm -hmm. if possible, because apparently she's kind of a badass. Yep, I think this was our strategy that we discussed. I think I'm going to shield wall you. And keep everyone off of you so that you can probably take out this airbender. So we've got two advance and attacks and one defend and maneuver. And whatever Kamal wants to do. Yep. Kamal going to evade and observe. Okay. So every single person on the team has actually targeted Ray. Oh, I'm real glad that I decided to defend Ray specifically. Right. And I'm, I'm, I am supposed to talk about this element too here when we're figuring all of that in to this because when we're doing the combat usually is just one person against one other person and so you'd each have faced off against different ones and you'd all be doing your own thing and that 
typically may happen in a future exchange. But in this exchange, all four of them immediately turn to target Ray, whether or not they're choosing to defend or observe or whatever that is. It's all focused and coordinated at Ray, and you can see that right from the that moment. That being said, does that change any of your actions that you were about to undertake? Nope. Okay, so now we move forward. The GM reveals what they chose for each NPC. So what I have actually chosen is advance and attack for all of my guys. They are all four of them attacking Ray. Okay. Rude. All combatants who chose defend and maneuver resolve their approach. So the good news is I'm rolling with my best thing. The bad news is it takes me one fatigue to raise the shield. That is a 12. So raise a defensive shield of stone that protects you or someone else. Mark the fatigue to raise it. Anyone protected by the shield gains impaired. It's tough to move inside. The shield blocks the first attack directed towards it each exchange. The stone shield cannot move and is not destroyed by an attack. It remains in place until I decide it comes down. And I can use the materials for another earthbending technique and I can remove it. So technically you can't because the, this is these are the stone thingies. So there's some pro-bending pieces that come into this that just remain outside the maneuver itself and yes you can elect to use the raw material in the wall for another technique but you're not supposed to use broken discs yeah but i could use like full ones you know exactly so you've taken the two that you were going to pull towards together as shields for yourself and you've thrown them over and they're covering your good friend and you'll have two there blocking attacks unless they get destroyed right yeah however if they're there for at least two exchanges because you got two of them Okay, who all is advancing and attacking? Ray and I, and then all four of you. And uh, then observing and watching is Kamal. So I can use divert, which is step into the way of blows intended for an ally. When an ally within reach suffers a blow, this exchange, you can suffer oh. for them. You can also use retaliate this exchange, dealing an additional one fatigue each time. So I can also defend you twice, basically. Once with the stone shield, which only blocks the first attack, and once with divert. My entire thing is guardianing. So there is our defend and maneuver that's been done, and you've taken the two techniques, mm -hmm. and now it is the time for all combatants who chose advance and attack to resolve their approach. I'm going to start off by marking a fatigue because I am impaired, and that's what that status does. I got an eight. So that means I can use one mastered or basic uh, technique. Got an 11. Yeah. I'm going to go with Furious Assault on Ralph. Make an unbalanced impassioned strike. Become impaired due to your overwhelming passion. Shift your balance away from center and inflict conditions equal to your passion on an enemy. I'm going to guess this is towards force and not care. So you're, you are now impaired yourself? Yeah. Now I'm taking that fatigue. Mally has been focused intensely on Ralph. When she sees that his focus is on Ray and not her, she just goes a little berserk. This yell comes out of her. She's like, Ralph! She like vibrates and like pours water up from the trough. Mally's like little, like almost ineffective blows become super effective where she just batters at him. Just oh! like all like all that time she spends punching the punching bag. You now realize she has been visualizing Ralph's broad chest. And what maneuver were you doing? I did Furious Assault. He will take his two conditions. He definitely has become insecure. I do like that one. And he is troubled by what he's seeing from this feisty, fiery waterbender. He was not anticipating <laughs> this Furious Assault. 
Mm-hmm. It'll make any big beefy guy insecure getting his ass kicked by a tiny waterbender. And you may only remove impaired when your balance is at your center again. And Ray. I duck behind the rock wall that pops up in front of me with these two discs. So they're circular discs. They're stacked on top of each other. It forms an eight. There's this slight side pieces in the middle in between the two circles. And I wait until I have a clear line of sight on Verdine through there. And then I use forceful blow. So I swing at an enemy with all of my might. So I send a fire baton that spins out. Mm -hmm. So I swing at an enemy with all of my might, sending them flying. I mark a fatigue and inflict two fatigue or one condition on my target. And then I push them to a new position of my choice unless they mark two fatigue. So you would knock them back into the next location. Um, And you're inflicting... I'm going to do the two fatigue. Okay. She allows you to knock her back and there's like... As she falls back across the line and she is not allowed to get to the next stage forward. So actions that she does would have to be those sort of ranged ones that she can do. But of course, she's an airbender, so she should be able to do that. There we go. And then you get to do something else I do. For my other technique, I'm going to sweep the leg. So I attack an enemy where an enemy is weakest or most off balance. If your foe is a total of three or more fatigue or conditions marked, inflict two fatigue. If your foe has fewer than three fatigue and conditions marked, inflict two fatigue, but you must mark one fatigue as well. I, I take one and Verdine takes two. Perfect. I am at four out of five fatigue. Oh, great. You definitely have like blown out the wazoo. Yep. It is now the NPC's turn. The NPCs, unfortunately, do not ha- have not had their balance shifted at all. And as a result, they're only getting one attack or one action and so it's less terrifying than i thought it was gonna be philip morris steps forward with a smile on his face accountant steven seagal wields his briefcase happily (laughs) (laughs) yeah so he draws from the trough and he marks fatigue on himself and he shoots at Ray with a high-powered water, shoving them backwards. You are protected by these plates, so it just nails the plates and bounces off. And of course, he's only allowed the one-second stream, so he dies it and cuts it quickly, but he continues to wield the water in a haphazard, luxurious, snake-like form around him as he does his, like, accountant Aikido. <laughs> then our airbender does a directed funnel of air. So she leaps up, pulls both hands to the side, and then pulls them back. And a pull of air pulls down from that fabric that's up there and creates a spinning funnel of air that fires one of the Earth discs at high speed right at Ray. Of course, this is going right at Ray, and Chad is prepared, correct? Right in front of him. Right it's in front of him. for me, Chad <laughs> says, and does like the Mario pose. And so Verdine marks another fatigue, and then both Morris Paris and Philip Bailey. Philip Bailey, who has not gone yet, and Morris Paris both get to toss an object into it as well. So he tosses in another one of those spinning discs from his side verdine is too far back and she cannot assist in this and so both of them get to um, pick up discs and toss them and they both hurl into chad at the same time causing chad to take four fatigue oh i'm i'm out cool 
So what happens when you've taken all your fatigue? I have no idea. <laughs> pass out. And look at it. If you've marked all five fatigue boxes, then any time a game rule gives you the choice between marking fatigue or doing something else, you have to do the something else. Okay. And if a move says you must mark fatigue to use the move, you can't use the move. There you go. If someone or something else inflicts fatigue on you involuntarily, then since you have no boxes left to check, you have to mark conditions instead. However, guide and comfort wipes out fatigue really quickly, like two, right? So you can get back into this pretty quickly. So Yeah, and evade and observe clears one as well. Yeah, exactly. So so Verdine has gone, Ralph has gone. Morris went. So Philip has to go, and he's the earthbender. Oh! He does a forceful blow as well. He stomps down, knocks a disc into the air, spins with the other foot that he stomped into the ground, and he kicks that one right at Ray. This one, of course, gets to hit Ray. Finally, swinging at enemy with all your might, sending them flying. He marks one fatigue, and then he inflicts a condition on you and knocks you back unless you mark two fatigue. Can you mark two fatigue? No. Then you get knocked back into the next circle yeah. and it goes, and a circle goes off and you lay on the ground. <sighs> and what condition are you taking? While you think about that, the last person, Ralph Johnson, smiles at Mally while he just summons up three flame knives. He marks three fatigue and that's all he gets to do. He's holding three flame And he can use those flames to do things, and he gets to inflict additional fatigue on the the person instead. Ray is now more pissed off because she wanted to learn how to do that. We are now done, except for the single evade and observe. Our dear friend, seeing Ray knocked so far back, is going to bolster Ray and help Ray out and grant Ray the positive status of empowered (gasps) yeah right your abilities are naturally stronger in this moment clear one fatigue at the end of each exchange holy shit that is the end of this exchange so i clear a fatigue yes (gasps) that's badass now an exchange is we, we, we would go right back into the exchange again because we are not near the three minute mm-hmm. mark yet. That's probably going to be another exchange bef- of that before because no one has been taken out. It continues on. However, before we enter the exchange, is there anything anybody wants to do as you like move and shift and whatnot about? So basically you can do exchanges back and forth where it's that rush of combat where you're hi yeah 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 and then you can step back. Most of the time, that exchange just continues until someone's knocked out. But because this is probending and it's our first time, you may wish to try to do a move, talk to your enemies, do things like that. And you may discuss this between each other. So you're going to be shocked. You're going to be totally shocked with the stand and fight where I'm going to try to provoke Ralph into attacking Mally. And if I do, if I get a 10 plus, I get prepared. And and prepared is the empowered status. So... That is my goal, is to get Ralph to attack me. And I only have one fatigue and no conditions. So I'm in pretty good shape. Yeah, no. That's true. Well, they didn't know what he attacked Nobody expected me. Can we, like, try to clear our fatigue in any way? Because your Ray is right behind me, so it makes sense for us to kind of talk to each other. I think I'm going to try to get more attention on me since I'm the most good-ish health-wise. And you two psych each other up. In that case, I think Ch- uh, Chad kind of turns around and... He's not feeling great, but he's going to kind of turn around and and just say, you're right. I am upset. Good. 
focus on that. <laughs> we got this, and I need you to somehow comfort me. Thank you ever so much for the shielding, friend. <laughs> uh, makes him really happy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ray called Chad friend. These characters are so much more adorable than they should be. <laughs> That's very good. I guess we can go ahead and roll. Yeah. Uh, see what we need. That's so good. I'm okay. I got a 10. Exactly. I got an 8. Oh, okay. I'm just like, Ralph, don't overlook me! Get, come and get me! He says, you're not worth it. Mm. But his eyes don't seem to leave you. In the stands, you hear, Ray, a shout. As everything's gone quiet, you guys have taken this massive bunch of hits you look like rookies out there like you're just struggling to try like oh and they'd get pelted with these attacks and you're knocked so back but you hear a voice cry out and say you got this pumpkin and it inspires you (laughs) (gasps) oh you so wait Kyle is there a specific reason you said that Ray is now inspired yes you're the positive the condition. condition. You've the been positive granted condition the status inspired. inspired. Oh, neat. Okay. <sighs> and then a buzzer sounds on the other team and an official calls out. And it is none other than that new person, Ayumi Hamasaki, who says penalty to the Newt Gunray waterbender for illegal use of a stone disc. <gasps> and the Bender's like, what? Looks around and then is sent back to uh, the same location that Verdine is in. Huh. Yay. Cool. Both of which are things that would not have happened had you not engaged with those NPCs. <laughs> Yay. <sighs> so are we ready to exchange combat? I have made my choices. Make yours. Yes. I can only defend. Okay. It's up to you guys. I am still impaired. That's every time. So if you're going to do a physical action, it's mark of fatigue or minus two to physical actions. Okay. I mean, I was probably going to attack again. Hopefully I was going to get crushing grip of the seas on Ralph and freeze him in place. Yeah, I think I'm going to advance and attack again. And I guess we'll have Kamal continue to evade. Yeah. You're not too sure what Kamal's going to do. He is an entity. Kamal's going to do whatever Kamal feels is best. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kamal was really great last round, so... I just kind of want to be back on the roof, guys. Yeah. Get there later, buddy. We've got to get through this fight first, though. Oh. The faster you help us win, the faster you can get back on the roof. Help us win. Exactly. Uh, he's just, right. a, just a boy in his roof. <sighs> so we will now reveal, and I will reveal, that uh, all of them are advancing and attacking again. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, no. There seem to be a rather attack-heavy group. Huh? <laughs> Defend maneuver from... Chad is 13. Dang. Okay. That's two again. Yes. They might go after me. I could choose to retaliate, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I was supposed to tell you who they're all targeting, but I'm also reading ready for you. And it's like you could assign a fictionally appropriate status. You know, it'd be fun if I gave someone favored so they could get an extra technique. That would be kind of fun. Uh, I'm going to give Mally an extra technique. So I'll do, I'll do that. And I'll mark a fatigue for myself. Okay. And divert otherwise. Cool, cool. Okay. Yep, that's my turn. Okay, perfect. So, PCs, roll your attacks. <gasps> it's a 12. 
kick his butt. Twelve. I am going to do everything is going to go to Ralph. So first, I'm going to because I want to end with crushing grip of the seas. I'm going to strike at a foe in reach. So I'm going to send out little whips of water, like moving my whole body around, like their little like that chain hammer, forcing them to mark two fatigue, mark a condition, or shift their balance away from center. Their choice. That's all I'm going to do with that. So I'm going to do strike, 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 and then I'm going to move on into pressure. Because all my other stuff costs fatigue, and I'm going to blow all my fatigue on my crushing gift with the seas. I'm going to pressure or intimidate a foe so that next round he cannot attack in advance. And then finally, I'm going to go real big. So like, yeah, like as this is going on, I'm like, Ralph, you ignored me. Next time you won't do that. I'll make sure you can't attack next time. So that narratively for that. Now I'm going to do crushing gift of the seas. Throw a tendril of water that wraps around a foe's limb and holds it in place. Mark one fatigue and inflict impaired on his foe. Mark additional two fatigue to mark inflict trapped on that foe for second tendril. So they're not impaired. So I'm going to burn through all my remaining fatigue because I am impaired. So I have to spend one fatigue to do my things. But this, and then spend the three to both impair and trap Ralph. And in order to get out of trap, they have to either burn through three fatigue or something or like take a couple conditions and going for ralph cool so coming for you ralph okay. so ralph is impaired trapped and then your choice Kyle. so that is the end of favored just so you know too mally's all <sighs> and i rolled a seven i think i'm going to use sweep the leg again over a nine because i know she's got fatigue now <laughs> Come on. Mm-hmm. So as a total of three or more fatigue and conditions marked, inflict two fatigue. And does it do anything else to her? And I think at this point, since we are both back one section, I think I'm basically throwing fire frisbees. I like it. That's really cool. All right. She gets fatigued. And I marked my fatigue for impaired. The NPCs and Kamal are attacking. Oh, okay. Let's kick ass, <gasps> Kamal. What? So Kamal is doing it's called cannonball but it's not really a cannonball because it just (laughs) rushes forward and then sends the air further at them it does say become engaged with them but of course like it's really just movement and so i'm going to say that instead of engaging with them it just pushes them forward with this cannonball he rushes forward with the might of wind behind him and he shoves an individual forward he marks fatigue And then a foe that he was not currently engaged with gets engaged, blows backwards, and he's going to knock them into the next section. So Ralph gets knocked into the next section. So he is trapped. (gasps) I don't know if he can. He's trapped. So it knocks him out of the trapped thing. But what's better is that it knocks him into the next area, which is what's more important in the first place. So closing in at the end of the three minutes, that was his turn. Ralph does this breath of fire to Kamal, causing Kamal to go rushing backwards as well. So Kamal rocketed forward, but then ends up back behind you guys. So Kamal's in the middle one, and you hear the eh, eh, as the two things happen almost simultaneously as Ralph gets sent back, but then fires out a breath of fire and does a whole bunch of additional fatigue to Kamal because he's got these three fire Mm -hmm. knives in his hands that he uses in regards to that. So Kamal gets laid out, but still effective in the combat and Ralph has to mark a fatigue and then he's used the other one and he's not looking especially good and he cannot attack next exchange so that was Ralph's turn 
Morris Bailey. Morris Paris. Philip Bailey. These names are important and relevant. I don't know if anybody's caught what those names mean. But if you ever look them up, you'll know. Morris Paris is attacking with his waterbending techniques as he throws a crushing grip of the seas as well at Molly. It seems like everybody knows this move, has learned it from the same guy. It's a very good move. So he pulls up a tendril of water, wraps around a foe's limb, holding you in place. He's doing it to Molly, and he's going to mark a fatigue. She's not had to mark very many. Inflicting impaired upon you. Oh, no. I don't know if that does anything else. I'm already impaired. Then if he pays two fatigue, he can make me trapped, which is pretty different because I would either have to pay three fatigue or three condition to break out, which is why pushing Ralph just back his zone. Yeah, he pays the additional two fatigue to trap you. Pretty hefty price. As we move on, and now you are trapped with this tendril and you're locked down. And that's when Verdine lays their attack against Ray. Oh, no. So she lashes out with another breath of wind to knock down a target and inflict stun on them. That's what I wanted to do. It blocks it and then nothing happens. And this giant blast of air once again is made uh, in moot. But they mark a fatigue. It is now Philip the Earthbender's turn. And Philip was doing a furious assault against chad so he becomes impaired wow dude his overwhelming passion he's mm-hmm. like how dare you you cheating sort of thing with this <laughs> this stone on stone disc thing you keep throwing out there he's like i know what you're doing and he shifts his balance away from center which is cool for him and inflicts conditions equal to his balance so which his balance is now one so he inflicts a condition on you and i choose that is that how that works Yep, you always will. You choose how you emotionally respond to his verbal attack of his furious assault, which is really just words, right? (laughs) All right, I'll have an idea. He's mad because I I learned kind of a different technique, and I feel bad about not hitting things as hard as I probably could, so I'm going to choose guilty. Nice. (sighs) Okay. My bad. We're coming up at the end of the three minutes here. You have time to either re-engage a combat exchange immediately or to discuss things amongst yourselves. I think we're doing pretty good. My vote is to just keep going. Mm, No, I'm trapped. So I'm going to have to mark three conditions and I have five fatigue. So I went from awesome to not good. My vote would be another combat exchange. Yeah. Just as a rapid onslaught. smack them, yeah. Okay, so Molly doesn't get a choice. It's another combat exchange. But just before this combat exchange begins, there's a eh, penalty. And it's against the waterbender Morris Paris because he can only direct his water strike for one second. And he's penalized for trapping Molly. Um. Molly is not penalized. Why is Molly not penalized? Come on, broke out Ralph. Yes. <laughs> he's laying there and he, he looks at you. He's like, I got you. Even if you never remember me. I know. I always remember you, you, Kamal. Eventually. (laughs) I do. I haven't had to comfort him yet, but... (laughs) Huzzah. I'm no longer trapped. All right, let's go, let's go. It's killed off. You're no longer trapped. And you don't suffer a penalty of having to move back. So I will point out once again that while Ray is basically on the last area before getting knocked off and Kamal is in the second to last 
the two of you are still in the very front section and Verdine is in the last section and both Philip and Morris are in the next section back. It is only Ralph who is in the okay. front section. So if we knock Ralph out, we get points. Exactly. You push Ralph back, that earns you a point and you can then advance. Ralph got marked back because I, I trapped him. Ah, so then, yes, you actually have earned a single point because everybody in that other team oh, is okay. knocked back. I think just keep doing what we're doing. I think we're doing good. So we need to stand our ground. But if you knock them all out, the match is over. Okay, so I have chosen for my NPCs and the rest of you may now discuss what you would like to do. I am advancing and attacking again and still focused on Verdine. <laughs> Yeah, I think it makes sense for me to stick to a defended maneuver. I'm going to advance and attack again. Um, me first? Because three of my characters are also defending, and one of my characters mm -hmm. is okay. <gasps> but you're the PC, so you may roll. Okay, that is an eight. So I only get one. Okay, then I am going to clear impaired from Mally. Well, the move is called ready, so I'm just going to kind of look over at Mally, pull a stone, from one of the piles and just use it to splash through whatever the water you're impaired by. Why don't you just come over and like grab your friend by the upper I could arm certainly and, do that. and bolster them? <laughs> I was trying to use my cool powers, but I could just pull you away. <laughs> I was like, you could just physically touch me. You've got this cool move. They're they're like, ah, oh, they're slipping and sliding. You come Yank, over and you grab here. their bicep. You crouch down. You roll them over your back. Water that flies works. across like their that. feet as they spin over your back there and they you land in the ready stance and. <gasps> Let's go, Mally. The nope. NPCs retaliate. Ralph is going to retaliate. He doesn't have any movement to his balance, so he only just does the retaliate move. And and then Morris Paris will choose to do his water cloak, where he is going to pull up some water and wrap it around himself. He already had this water thing here. He just builds it up more, and so it's this cloak that's moving around and allows him to do some stuff reducing fatigue and conditions inflicted by any anyone who's attacking him but i don't think anyone is attacking him so it'll just be something that he can maintain going forward and then as well philip our earthbender the dolph lundgren guy gathers up a disc to form as like blocks to defend for himself and he does earth armor in essence but it's with the discs holding them in a protective stance and he's just taking care of himself that way and then that would be the end of the defense. And so we now move on to attacks. Shocker. Mally's going after Ralph one last time. Sounds good. And Ray is also attacking, right? Yep. Going after Verdine. Come on. Knock off Verdine. That's a 10. I am going to first do strike at Ralph again, just real quick with like the water whip to fatigue, mark conditions, or shift their balance. And then with my second attack, I'm going to... Furious, I have been attacking him. He has been ignoring me. So once again, I'm going to impair myself and Furious assault him again. So once more, I move my balance away. I'm impaired again because I am hyper-focused on Ralph. You knock him off and he falls with a... What the? <laughs> Suck it, Ralph. Vibrating, just angry. Just... So it's like that one little first strike and then she just... Whip, 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 whip. 
I think you just took four fatigue. Okay, well, I will mark four conditions then. Because <laughs> he had steeled himself for against your blows, and each time a flow inflicted fatigue, a condition, or shifted his balance, inflict one fatigue. So you you figure that out, while, and then come back to us while we go to Ray. I got an eight, and I'm gonna use forceful blow to send just a giant poof of fire at Verdine to try to make her have to go backwards. It's a very condensed one second poof of fire, but it moves for a while. <laughs> Goes very fast. Send them flying, mark a fatigue, and inflict two fatigue or one condition on your target. I'm going to choose two fatigue, and then push them to a new position of my choice unless they mark another two fatigue. They are marking another two fatigue, which is the fact that they're now on the edge. So it is time for evade and observe. And Verdine is evading and observing. She's going to clear one fatigue because you just get to do that for free, right? She's going to create that small vortex of air. So she stands there, goes, shoulders herself, spins her hands in the circle that she needs to, pulls down that gust of wind, and then fires it with wrists together, palms out, hands splayed in the 10, spinning that over as this little small vortex spins out and blows Ray off the edge. But she marks three fatigue, and in doing that, her head wobbles, and she topples. And I would just like... We don't know if she's going to topple forward or topple backward. Oh, come on. Are you going to flip for it? So, yeah. Can I get somebody to roll a d6 and tell me what the number is? I will roll. She is my opponent. A four. A four is even. So she falls forward. But she's out though, right? Is that the idea? But she's out because she's unconscious. Kamal is going to also do a small vortex. Yeah. Go, buddy. And Mark's three fatigue, which is not so bad because he's not too far in. He's He's at four fatigue now. And he is going to spin a single enemy off the ground on a small vortex himself. And he is going to do that to Philip, who is actually the least fit. Nobody is doing anything to Philip. It knocks him backwards, though, and all he had was his cloak to protect him against fatigue. It doesn't do anything to protect him against getting shoved, and he gets shoved into the next zone. But that's where Verdine has just toppled forward, and he trips over Verdine, and he <laughs> falls into the water. Yeah. So yeah, come on. that leaves Morris Paris alone in the middle field (laughs) as we go to the next exchange but it doesn't happen because it goes and that was the end of the three minutes you have earned one point (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all that work all that work for one point oh that's exhausting It feels very anticlimactic. Like Mally's like weaving. I think Chad's just gonna like hold out a hand for a high five. Is it high? It's low. It's a low five. He's tired, he like holds it up high and then he realizes and lowers it down. Like what kind of like falls into him, just smacks him with her hand, just kinda stays there. Our heroes stand there, stunned. They have ended the first round. And you are still 
on top except for Ray, who is being fetched by your granny. <laughs> I got you, dearie. Ray's just floating on her back in the water down there. And that's when the eh goes again. And a penalty is assessed to Morris Paris for once again holding longer than the one second allows in their action. And he's forced back one step and Verdine being unconscious does not awaken and cannot return to the combat Ralph also is conscious but refuses to return to the fight so while I would love personally to inflict Philip and Morris against the four of you for the next round because Ray gets to come back. You all weren't knocked mm-hmm. off. You earned points, so you would all be there. They actually admit defeat for being I- unable to continue just to speed things along. Thank you. And our team is heroic <laughs> and has won the championship. <laughs> we won, guys. Oh. We won. Dad. And that only took. <laughs> Six hours. Five hours and 48 minutes of role play. And we didn't really get through it all. But you are victorious. I defeated my yeah. trophy Damn. is awarded. There will be a denouement, but the next part is. And there you have it, folks! In a stunning defeat, our winners, Turtle Ducks, have taken the Pro Bending Championship for this year in Republic City. A feast and parade for their heroes as we once again turn to the next season. What will await? What will happen as our victors take on and hold their trophy? <laughs> And our denouement is uh, dinner at Chad's mom's house. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh. oh. It was all at dinner. The team is there. I would like each of you to have a little vignette moment that you would think would be relevant. Who is Whoever's there would be there if you want them to be there. And there's one other scene as well that'll be relevant and important. We'll get to there in a moment. You see Kamal and Kamal Sr. Kamal, head down, shoulders rounded. Well, Dad, I'm sorry that it wasn't better. And he, the dad says, I am so proud of you! <laughs> Yay! Yay! And we flash back, and Ralph is in the water. And tiny little waterbender, braid, waterbender, colors on, descends down. He's floating there, and he's like, Whatever, Rith. I don't need your help right now. I'm not hurt. <gasps> But it's not Rith. You never noticed me, Ralph. What? You're not Rith. What are you doing here? Defeated you. All this work. Never noticed me. Never noticed me training. No, that's not true at all. I notice you. I notice you all the time. I can never match you. Your intensity, your strength, your focus. I may be strong. Everybody looks to me. But I know deep in my heart that I have only maybe half the character, half the stamina that you have. You may have knocked me off the battlefield, but you knocked me off my feet years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Mally's going to put her hand down and be like, we can train together as partners. We could. For life. Look, it's hard. I'm so tall. I'm so big. It's very hard to break down these walls to admit when I need something. Because people look at me and they're like, 
You don't need anything. Look at you. You're an ox. Yeah, but everybody wants a nuzzle now and again. And I just want you to know, Mally, you're the better person. You always have been. I can help break down your walls, Ralph. Let me in. Always. Does he take her hand and come up on the platform? What I want to know is, does she move them 90 and then he moves the 10? Or does he move the 90 and she I think she's going to start going up the 90. She pulls him up in the water so that they're face to face. And she she kisses while he's still in the water a little bit. There is a a glow in the water. Yeah. As firebender and waterbender, (laughs) despite it all, find love. (laughs) (sighs) Victory! Meanwhile, at the Chang household, (laughs) is Uncle Conti there? Okay, so him and Magda have made amends. It's it's awkward. There's just a handshake. No hug. It seems corporate. (laughs) Hmm. As opposed to like family, it's business. But he's there and he looks at you, Chad, and he smiles and he's like, you were right. You were so right. Oh. I watched that fight. I couldn't believe how focused and determined you were. You, you held your friends all along. You were the anchor to their storm. While they did all those wonderful things, you held them in place and helped them get there. You're an amazing bender, Chad. I can't wait to see what you have next. Oh. He's going to give him a hug. And he's like, oh. It probably hurts a little. But he hugs back. That's okay. Chad's used to people who haven't been hugged in a while. He'll make them used to it. So it's after dinner. You're leaving the dinner, Ray. You're full. Everything's awesome. Your dad is standing there in the, you know, on the driveway, like the, on the sidewalk. He's illuminated by a streetlight. He was playing idly with a butterfly knife and he puts it away quickly. Hey, kiddo. Ray approaches kind of kicking their feet along as they go it's kind of timid but in like a petulant way hey dad so uh what do you want to do with all the money uh your money oh kiddo i'm not gonna be able to spend this much money that is true you did spend a lot with 12 to 1 odds yeah but honey i had you i always knew you were gonna beat the odds i didn't he cocks his head to one side and he's like come on you're we always beat the odds. He slings an arm around your shoulder, and he's like, so, uh, let's talk about the things you can do outside of pro-bending. <laughs> With the money, do you think you could help us fix the tub at our dojo? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could uh, set up, you know, a, a world-class pro-bending dojo, Dad. I'm all ears. I can't wait to make it happen. I'm just happy to have you in my life again. Aw. Ray's still at the point she's not ready to hug her dad, but she like leans her head on his shoulder a little bit. <gasps> I think that's that's all it needs to show. And that is Avatar Legends. Woo! Oh my <laughs> god, oh my that god. was so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is composed by Benny James. Our graphic art and logo are by Matthias Storelli. You can support International Podcast Month by sharing and talking about the event. And you can even buy our team members a Kofi. Links are in the show notes. Follow us at PodMonth on Twitter and use the hashtag PodMonth2022. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and for more information about the event. International Podcast Month. Celebrating creators, sharing listeners.